I was born in Hong Kong, and that's my baby photo. Everybody say, ah. Thank you. And I was born in Hong Kong. I came to uh, Canada years ago with no money, no connections, and not a word of the English language on my lips, as you can hear as you speak with, a, with an accent. And, and some of my friends, they say I still speak like Jackie Chan. <laughs> I think I'm better than Jackie Chan. <laughs> More tickly than Jackie Chan. Um, and that's, I don't, that's me playing at the piano. I don't know why, my, when I was uh, very young, my mom always dressed me like pink and light blue and stuff like that. Don't know why, but she just likes to do that. And when I was growing up, um, my parent and I, uh, my parent and uh, my mom and dad got divorced when I was 16 years old. And that's one of the, the reasons why we immigrated to, to Vancouver, Canada. Uh, because my mom didn't want to, to stay in a relationship because unfortunately my dad had an affair um, and that's what happened. So if you can imagine going to a, a new country where you don't speak the language. So growing up, I, I didn't have a lot of confidence. I wasn't one of those people that had big dreams that I was going to do this, I was going to do that. I wasn't one of those people that had great talents. And I wasn't one of those people that know all the right people in all the right places, because when I first came to Canada, I didn't know anybody. I did not know anybody. So growing up, uh, I was a loner, a loner all the way through high school. Um, I remember I was going to the high school in, in Surrey at the time uh, called Guilford Park. When I was going there, um, I was one of the only three Chinese in my school. Um, and I got beat up quite, quite a few times uh, by just the kids. They kind of teased me. They made fun of me. How many of you still have friends from those high school days? Just curious. Wow, good for you, because I have none. <laughs> none. Like, none. I have a few enemies, though. <laughs> That's it, but none. So, <laughs> and I started my first business when I was in high school with a couple of my buddies, uh, mowing lawns for people in our neighborhood. Um, I got into business by, by pure accident. I got into business because I didn't have a choice. Um, I don't believe I am a, a born entrepreneur. That's not, you know, I, money has never been a big motivator for me. When I was young, all I thought was, because at the time I got, was getting beat up, so I was a, into martial art. I was taking a lot of different martial art classes. I thought, you know what, one day I would just be a martial art instructor. I thought that's, that would be my life. That would, that would be it. Um, and then I found out, as a martial art instructor, you cannot actually make a living. Because uh, my sensei, my instructor at the time, was making $300 a month. Okay, so, and it was, he was teaching in, in his garage. I thought, yeah, sensei, I love you, but maybe that's not the life I want. And I, and I, I know at the time that I couldn't provide for my family working like that. So I had to find a better way. So that's how why I got into business. At the time, I only had a very simple thought, and this is, I basically got started on the failure equation. What kind of equation? Failure Fail equation. At the time, I had this thought that, you know what, DJ, feedback, thank you, that what if I got into business, what if it takes me 10 years to learn how to succeed in business. What if I fail these millionaires, millionaires income by 90%? Well, 
I would still be a lot better off if I continue working at this dead-end job. That was my thought process. If I fail by 90%, even it takes me 10 years, even I'm the, the dumbest person, it takes me 10 years to learn how to succeed in business, I would still be a lot better off versus working at this dead-end job. So at the time, the, the only job I've ever had was working at a grocery market as a grocery bagger. You know, the guys who you were checking out, right? And then they put your groceries in the bag. That was the only job I've ever had. I've had that job for one year. How long? One year, and that was the only job. I've never worked for anyone else but myself since then. But I've learned something very, very, very important from that job. Would you like to know what that is? Would you like to know what that is? I've learned a very important lesson about myself, and that is this. I am unemployable. How many of you are unemployable? I just can't work for anybody else. I just don't want to have a boss telling me what to do, what time I get off work, when I can have vacations, how much I want to make. I just, it's not my thing. It's not my thing. So, so I didn't know, so at a time, you know, the business was doing okay, lawnmowing business, but a lot of things, the business wasn't making money. It wasn't producing, we had nice lawnmower, we, we had, we print out all these flies, we were trying to grow the business, but I just wasn't making enough profit. Now, at the time, I didn't know, but because I didn't know anything about marketing, I didn't know how to get customers, um, and I was being a, a victim. A what? A victim. I was blaming the economy. I was blaming the customers. Why are they so, why are they so cheap? I was blaming the competitors. I was blaming everyone else but who? Me. And then one day, I was talking with, to, to a mentor of mine, and I was asking him, hey, you know what? How come my business is not working? I don't understand, you know. I, I work very hard, I put in long hours. What's missing here? And then my mentor was asking me, well, tell me your problem. Well, let me tell you what my problem is. My customer is cheap, the government is taking too much of my money, I gotta pay taxes, I gotta, you know, the economy's bad, and it's too, too many competition, they undercut my prices, and my customer is just a pain in the ass to deal with anyway. And my mentor was listening and listening and listening, and he was, Dan, I know what your problem is. I said, please, please tell me. He said, I can help you. Yes, please tell me what's the problem. He said, something I'll never forget. He said, Dan, your business sucks. It's because as a business person, you suck. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! I was, I was looking for some empathy, for God's sakes. I was looking for some support, some mental support, at least. And I thought, yeah, because as a business person, you suck. And I was pissed. I went home, and I thought I couldn't sleep that night, and I was thinking about it, I was thinking about what he said. And I thought to myself, maybe as a business person, there's something I don't know. There's something I don't know. So what I'm saying to you is, if you are not getting the results you want in business right now, maybe there's something we don't know you might be missing just a few key pieces of information. You may be very close to it, and you don't even know it yet. You don't even know it yet. And at the time, the only asset that I had, and you can see the word, was uh, a white Ford Escort uh, sedan with 150,000 miles on it. It's a piece of crap. <laughs> uh, and I bought that car from uh, a friend of, uh, from my mom, my mom's friend, for $2,500, $2,500. Uh, 
How many believe I overpaid? <laughs> yes, I overpaid. Now you can't see, but the, the actually the, the passenger door doesn't work. So when I, when I had to drive my mom to buy groceries and stuff like that, she had to go through the driver's seats. So every time she has to go in there and then go in here and then she do the rush hour thing, you know, coming up. The, every time, every time. And by that time, that's all I could afford. That was the only asset that I had. And at one point, because I lost so much money in my business ventures, uh, I was living off credit cards. I had multiple credit cards and I would take one, dick, one credit card and, and max it out and I would get a second credit card and, and max that one out and was borrowing money from friends and family just to pay off all these debts, all these losses I had in my, in my business. Um, and every time I called my friends, uh, you know, I was asking if I can borrow some money. Uh, eventually I joined the NFL club. Do you know what that is? No yeah, no friends left. Some of you are familiar with that. So no friends left. They wouldn't take my call anymore. You won't take my call anymore. And how many of you have been in, in a place where, where you felt that there's just no hope coming from anywhere? That, oh, it's my feedback. It's good, good? Thank you. So, no hope from anywhere. At the time, I was, I was, I hit rock bottom and, and I didn't know. I didn't know if I should keep going. I was doubting myself if this is for me. And my cut out to be an entrepreneur. Um, and I didn't know. There was, because there was no place coming from anywhere. There's, there's, no, there's no hope, there's no help coming from anyone. It's just all by myself. But I never gave up. Do you know why I didn't give up? Do you know why? Because I couldn't afford to. And that's the truth. I couldn't afford to. Because of all the debt, if I was just to get a job to pay off those debts, it would take decades. And I couldn't afford to because I know, at the time, the only goal that I had at the time was to buy my mom a home. That was that. And I know I couldn't, afford to purchase a home working as, 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 a, as a have a job, a job. So I couldn't, I couldn't afford to give up. So I kept going and I kept going, I kept going. So I want you to know, maybe if you are struggling right now, if you hit rock bottom in your business right now, that's okay. Because I've been there. I've been there. Because sometimes in life, you know what I've learned? Sometimes in life, you break down before you break through. Sometimes in life, you just, we thought it couldn't get any worse. Because success, write this down, success is on the razor's edge of failure. Success is on the razor's edge of failure. When you thought it couldn't get any worse, when you thought it couldn't get, it just, it couldn't get any darker, when you were just like, you know what, I can't keep going, I just, I just want to give up. When you're that close, if you just hang in there just a little longer, just a little longer, that's when breakthrough happens. That's when breakthrough happens. I started and failed at 13 businesses before having my first success. 13 businesses. Most people would have given up on the third one. 
the fourth one, the fifth one, the sixth one. Became a millionaire by the age of 27, multi-millionaire by the age of 30s. Who would have thought that a poor immigrant boy could accomplish all this? And it's not because I'm so smart. It's not because of that. It's because I did not give up. I would have tried 20 businesses if I had to. I would have tried 30 businesses if I had to. Because what I've learned is once you have that entrepreneurial bug, you just can't go back. How many follow what I'm saying? Yes? 